Revolution show brought to you by SASDOC 2017, the conference to turn your SAS up to 11. In this episode of the SAS Revolution show, Alex Thumer is joined by Patrick Barnes, co-founder and CEO of Advocately, a customer advocacy platform for B2B SaaS. Patrick talks about what it's like as a founder in driving the business through initial traction, his go-to-market to 7K MRR, building a SaaS business in a new category. You can find a short write-up of my conversation with Patrick, including all names and links on sasdoc.com forward slash blog. Welcome to the SaaS Revolution Show. I'm your host, Alex Thuma, and uh, super excited to be joined today by uh, Patrick Barnes, co-founder and CEO of Advocately. Welcome, Patrick. Hey, Alex. Thanks for having me. No, it's, uh, it's a pleasure and uh, good to speak to you again um, uh, uh, so soon after, uh, after last week. Um, you're, back yeah. in Sing- you're back in Singapore? So back in Singapore now. It was a great week in Dublin, though. And yeah, thanks for having the event. Uh, looking forward to next year. Early awesome. bird tickets. Let's go. Awesome, awesome. Um, so, so, so Patrick, um, you, you know, let, let's get to know you uh, a, a little bit. Tell the audience uh, who is Patrick Barnes. Uh, so, yeah, I'm uh, Patrick, co-founder and CEO of Advocately. Uh, Advocately helps B2B SaaS companies run customer advocacy campaigns, like finding their customers and getting them to write reviews online, refer their friends, case studies, that kind of thing. Uh, and before working at Advocately, my, sort of, my entrance to B2B SaaS companies and tech startups was working for a company uh, out here in Singapore called TradeGecko. Mm-hmm. I was one of the earliest employees there, uh, and so was my co-founder, and I was in charge of sales. And Lachlan, the co-founder of Advocately, was a senior software engineer. Okay, very cool. And, and uh, tell us how, so you're, uh, I'm guessing by the accent, or actually I know, uh, that you're from uh, Australia. And uh, so how did you end up in Singapore? Yeah, good question. So you're correct. I'm from Australia. Apologies to your listeners if they struggle to understand my accent, uh, which hasn't, hasn't, hasn't quite faded, hasn't faded away despite nearly five years in Singapore. Uh, I moved to Singapore. Uh, I was working for Oracle when I finished university in sales. Uh, and I was 23. And for some reason, I don't know why, one of the APAC heads who arguably had 10,000 people in his org structure. Uh, for some reason, we got on really well. I, I don't, uh, and he's still a very good friend of mine, but he actually left Oracle and joined another software company and called me up and asked, offered me a job and said, hey, do you want to move to Asia? Um, and we'll do trips to the US and Europe and all these other sort of perks as well. And I was 23. So I was happy. I was like, I'll come tonight. Let's go, Jono. So yeah, that's how I, and that was four and a half years ago now, nearly five years ago. Okay, very very cool, very brave thing to do at twenty three. Did you uh, did you literally go the next day, or uh, I, I'm no? <laughs> unfortunately, not. Uh, it was still quite a large company, so there were still subsequent job interviews, visas, um, uh, budgets, contracts. There was still uh, there wasn't quite. I didn't quite get to book my flight the next day, but it did still move quite quickly. Cool, very good, and and, and so. You, you mentioned um, so you, the, the move to Singapore, the, the career in sales, being an early employee of, of, of Trade Gecko, uh, and then together with Lachlan from, from Trade Gecko, yes. you've co-founded Advocately. So why, why did you, uh, you know, co-found Advocately? You know, what, what was the, uh, I guess, you know, were you trying to solve a problem? What was the, uh, you know, opportunity for you? So, yeah, this, uh, good question. This was a problem that, we faced personally, like 
review sites were really important um, for our business at uh, TradeGecko. You know, the leads who are looking at review sites and looking at user-generated content, whether they're reading case studies or um, looking at, at, yeah, reviews online, they're, um, they've got a lot of buyer intent. You know, they're looking for a solution to the problem. Like I looked for an Airbnb in Dublin last week to say it's SaaS stock because I needed somewhere to stay. Like I did it a couple of weeks before, but it was, it was quite last minute. But, you know, you look at, you're looking, you've got a lot of intent. You're, you've identified your problem, uh, there is a problem. So your presence on these kind of review sites or if somebody is on your website and they're going, I want to read customer stories, they're essentially asking, is this product for me? We're actually getting that user-generated content from your best customers and making sure you've got a variety of job roles and industries is really, really hard. Uh, So what we wanted to do is, you know, we wanted to help a way to automate that. It was, yeah, it was a challenge for us. Okay, very cool. And, and, and so at Advocately, uh, which is a great name, it, it falls within uh, what is, a, a, I guess, a relif- relatively new category of uh, advocate marketing. Um, and, uh, you know, I think it was, it was discussed a lot sort of last week and, and is often, um, you, you know, we sort of read about it online. But, we, you know, everybody knows that building a SaaS business, you know, is, is pretty hard and, and certainly in the early days. Um, you know, getting to that first million is uh, is perhaps the hardest. Uh, I remember um, seeing the, uh, the the keynote from Tope from uh, Calendly. Uh, you, you know, saying that you know that the first million was definitely the hardest in their journey. Um, you know, building a SaaS business and creating a new category surely makes it much harder. Um, uh, and and so why? Uh, you know, why would you build a, a SaaS business in a new category um, rather than, you know, going to something that uh, already exists like MarTech or something like that? Look, uh, great question. And it's true. It is it is hard <laughs> trying to uh, build and sell a, a SaaS product that uh, exists in a new category. Um, however, I think, so yeah, there's definitely challenges which come through that. We've definitely faced some of those challenges. However, um, it was a problem we knew firsthand. Like we knew how important this was and uh, we knew how important reviews and user-generated content was. Uh, it was a customer we wanted to work with. Like we're working with B2B SaaS companies. I love B2B SaaS companies. I know you me, do as well. Like they're the sort of business that I want to work with. You know, I yeah. want to help them with their marketing and their growth. It's something I'm very passionate about. Um, and so, and we'll also long on the idea so whether or not there's if we say created expense management software which has a very clear things that the product needs to have advocate marketing isn't the same but Lachlan and I both believed and continue to believe that the number of buyers reading reviews or reading case studies or or asking their friends before they make a decision is going to be higher five years from now than it is today. And it's still very high today, but it's going to become more important and a more important stage of the buying journey. So yes, we did make it arguably very hard for ourselves um, through pursuing uh, something new, but in the same breath, uh, you can't really replace um, the first-hand experience, knowing, uh, understanding the problem as people trying to grow a B2B SaaS company. Um, the fact there were customers we wanted to work with and that we believed it would continue to be important or become more important. Yeah, no, make, make sense. And I guess yourselves, uh, you know, in, influitive and, and others yeah. within that space or in any kind of new category, even if you look at, I guess, customer success is, is perhaps, um, you, you know, 
a little bit ahead of uh, advocate marketing, um, but similarly, you know, Gainsight and Tango and others, you, you know, were coming into a new category and building, I guess, kind of thought leadership around that space and kind of betting on the opportunity uh, in the long term that, uh, um, you, you, you know, uh, it's going to be tough in the, the, the early days for sure. Um, but uh, with, with all the thought leadership that they're doing, you know, the opportunity, if they're right, you know, it, it's going to be really big. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it's uh, customer success is extremely good one to draw a parallel between. And that's just, you know, obviously several years ahead. So one of the things we, we had, um, uh, we, we, we shared uh, a couple of conversations sort of last week at, at SASDOC. And uh, one of the things that you, um, uh, you, you know, shared with me, uh, and, and I know that you're happy to share with the audience is that um, you, you've just about sort of hit the, the, the 7K MRR uh, sort of mark, um, uh, you know, for, for your business, right? Yeah, just short. I can open up Chargebee if, um, if you like. But, yeah, just under 7K, I, like I, I think like $120 short or something okay. as of 5.15 p.m. on Friday afternoon. Yeah, it, correct. It, it's cool. Like uh, I think I, I like rounding things up. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, go for it. No problem. <laughs> you know, so, so – if you're happy to, what I want to focus on, on on this podcast now, we've got a little bit of background into you and, and yeah, yeah, ad- sure. advocately, is you know diving into you, you know the the GTM sort of tactics that uh, you've used to get you to to seven k MRR, um, you know, and then personally, what it looks like also for you during this kind of traction phase, um, you know, how you deal with this, you you know, are you taking a salary? You know the challenges, um, you, you know, uh, and and also I guess kind of the positives uh, of it. Uh, you know, and, and I guess kind of like what the future uh, sort of strategy looks like for for advocately. You know, given I guess kind of the length of time it takes you to get to seven k MRR. Um, you you know, what are the plans to you you know take you guys to uh, to, to the next level? So you're happy to dive into those th- three things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The first one is very front of mind because that's what I spoke about at Sastock. So that's yes. I, I heard. Uh, I heard from the audience you you uh, uh, did a gr- great talk, and I uh, I also heard from you that you killed it as well. <laughs> <That's what> I-, <laughs> I think I used the term I was appropriately nervous, um, but uh, no, that's funny. Um, uh, so as far as how we got to seven k MRR, we it was it's. It's a process we continue to iterate on, but essentially, if I may say how we acquire customers, mm-hmm. for the most part, our process looks like we decided to f- build a list of companies we thought were perfect. So we're already a very niche product ca- mm-hmm. catering to B2B SaaS companies. What we did to build this list of customers we thought would be perfect for our business right now was to look at uh, the software review websites there are two categories. One is like G2 Crowd and Captera, which are third-party review sites. And then there are also the software-specific review sites like Salesforce, QuickBooks Online, Salesforce App Exchange, QuickBooks Online, Zero, whatever, and identify the businesses that were actively engaging on those review sites, like had a high volume of reviews, uh, were paying for those sites or indicators they've already, they might be further along the understanding the importance and thus more likely to be interested in. Um, a customer advocacy product. So yeah, build the list and that's how we built our list. Secondly, we wanted, uh, we wanted to, uh, we thought a good way would be to give a product away for free, like part of a product away for free. And this wasn't like some three month, like rewrite some new thing. It was basically 
people love Slack. So we thought uh, anytime we were happy to give away a product for free if it um, that just anytime somebody got a new review, we could just notify them on Slack. That mm-hmm. was our lead gen thesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from there, what we did is we sent the list of companies to Clearbit. Uh, Clearbit is, a, they have several products. What we use is their product called Prospect. It's essentially an API where we can send a domain and say, we want a, we want a contact in a particular job, job role. So we said marketing or customer success or a founder and then sent them a series of personal emails. Uh, we used a tool called Sales Whale, um, which is awesome. Some other tools are like Sales Loft or uh, Mixmax, like that can kind of do e- all different levels of enterprise features, of course, that essentially do email sequencing, letting people to know about this free tool is essentially, there was lots of mistakes and quirks and lessons um, along the way, but essentially that's the, the shortest way I can explain. Um, yeah, build a perfect list, gave something away for free, uh, let them know about it by email. And, and, and but the so part <coughs> part of the product is, is for free. Uh, but uh, you, I mean, wh- when do you start charging? You know, what is the pricing model? Great question. So whilst part of the whilst part of the product is for free, uh, that was just what we typically used is that as an opportunity to open the conversation. So if you have set somebody up with a free nice product and it takes one minute to set up you can typically then you might have 10 or 15 minutes left on the call so we typically just very politely once the setup is done once they've got the free product and it's very clear to them they know they've got it forever it's not some bait and switch like hey have a free weekend but we're going to try and sell you a timeshare the whole time you're away on this free weekend trip it's is we then say hey we've got some other products as well um, that similar organizations also like is it okay if I spend a few minutes explaining a little bit more about that uh, is, is what we would typically say. And we've never had anyone say no, just very gentle, very, very friendly. Um, and if anybody did want to say no, that would be okay as well. And from there, we would do a proof of concept. I say proof of concept specifically as opposed to a free trial because lots of free trials are inactive, like starting a free trial and actually testing the software out are too totally different things. So we would help them run a customer advocacy campaign, uh, report back to them on the, the results, and then ask if that's something they wanted to continue continue using, which would be the price product. And, and, and on, on the price product, so uh, as you're, you're kind of uh, uh, at this 7K uh, MRR um, sort of number there or thereabouts, um, you, you know, how many, do you, what sort of percentage of customers are using the free uh, and then sort of, you know, converting to uh, this sort of paid element? Look, very good question. So we've been running this go-to-market strategy for about six months and I'd say it really clicked up about three months ago. So there's a lot of people, like some of the people still in the the pipeline per se or still still being worked on. But I would say from free to paid, I'd say like, yeah, like one in two people who get the free product set up properly convert to paying okay it's, it's, it's pretty yeah. uh, a, a pretty good ratio and those, those that are paying um you you know to increase your mrr have you considered perhaps um raising prices not yet not yet we're still trying to figure out especially with and, and this is something that's actually might be relevant to anybody who's on their journey to 7k especially in a new category i wouldn't get hung up on price 
if you're trying to say, hey, we've got this new thing that's not replacing something existing and we think it's going to deliver this much value, let's say in our case we think we can help make sure you get more reviews, um, it's better to get some money, of course, because that's a validation. It's almost like a certificate that says, hey, you're working on something that's potentially worth money or that is worth money, but you wouldn't want to having more customers using the product allows you to iterate and optimize on how good your product could be. So uh, basically I wouldn't ever want to lose a customer on, on, on price. If you're saying they're perfect for you. you okay. Yeah. Make, make, make okay. sense. And, and, and so um, how, how big is the team of uh, advocately? Good question. As of, uh, as of about four weeks ago, we are four people now. So there's, Lachlan and myself, mm-hmm. and we also have, um, we hired two people as well. Uh, we actually, uh, yeah, we hired two people. We were, they, they were sort of both people who were working for customers of ours, advocately customers, who left those, organiz- those, those organizations, still very happy advocately customers, who'd left those organizations. Both of them basically left to move internationally mm-hmm. or travel uh, and where we were happy, so the, uh, we were happy. We didn't care where they are, um, and the learning curve was super, super short because they know what Advocately does already. So, so and, we and, and and you're the CEO. I think you know. Is it is it fair to say you know, given your background, you're you're more in the, the the sales, kind of leading the sales at the moment, and Lachlan's the I guess kind of the the, the lead engineer, or you know, has helped develop the product. These two new hires, what roles are they uh, performing for the business? So one is doing marketing and for us specifically, so the iteration on the go-to-market strategy has been to include like paid advertising on Facebook and the mm-hmm. Google Display Network, which has been great for us. Mm-hmm. So he's helping uh, manage all of that. And uh, the, second, the second person, Charanya, she is helping on the sales side as well, basically mm-hmm. taking more of an SDR type function, mm-hmm. but a very data-driven SDR function, like helping get people from being leads to actually getting set up on the free product that's then handed over. And, and are, are they, are they local uh, sort of people? Are they all based in, in Singapore or um, uh, you, where, where are they sort of geographically based? Because I, I think what, what I want to, uh, one of the things that we, we sort of spoke about last uh, week was, you know, at 7K MRR and as a team of four, it's like, um, you, you know, how are you, you know, are you paying yourself, uh, you know, as, as a co-founder? Um, sure. You know, we, we, we discussed that, you know, at what point did you start paying yourself? You know, how, how does it affect your, your personal uh, sort of life and, and situation as a SaaS entrepreneur as you're getting traction? I guess because there are many people that are, you, you know, probably in, in the same position, you know, as, as you, Patrick, and probably sort of listening. And it, it's just kind of good to... Uh, understand that more kind of human aspect uh, uh, of it yeah great so a uh, really good question this is uh so there's a few things there so firstly where everyone's geographically based denim is from new zealand and lives mm-hmm. in new zealand but he travels a lot so when i was at was it, i was in dublin for sastock he was in munich for Oktoberfest, and then I spoke to him two nights ago, and he was in Washington on the east coast of the United States, Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where he is right now, but he's moving around. Uh, and Charanya used to work with Chargebee uh, for okay. many years, and she was, our, she was the customer success manager who used Advocately there, and she's in Chennai in India. Okay, very good. Chargebee's uh, still talking to you after poaching their staff, right? We didn't poach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, they are. Um, absolutely. So I actually found out, so I heard Charanya uh, 
I heard she was leaving and uh, yeah, I heard she was leaving and we were working with the new person. And then when I spoke to the new person, I, I was like, oh, where did Charanya end up going? And she sort of explained, uh, he explained um, that it wasn't like, she's not like gone to another job or anything. She's, mm-hmm. she's potentially looking at what she wants to do next. So, and I just, uh, call, I just called her up and said if she wanted to do some work with us for a little while and she could do whatever she wanted after that. So, 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 so back to the, you know, 7K MRR, like what point yeah. did you start paying yourself a salary? Has it always been a full-time, have you always been all in on Advocately or was it a side gig for the first year? Um, you know, how, how have you been, you know, surviving sort of, you know, to, to this point? So great question. So we've been on it full-time a bit over a year now. So when I came to Sastock last year, we were like six weeks old, uh, just sort of getting getting started. Uh, as far as and we did obviously a lot of customer development before leaving jobs we loved with all of our friends and mm-hmm. that paid us really well. Um, but I would say we've been at it full time just over a year. Uh, we started taking we took our first salary. I would say three months ago. Okay, three months ago would have been the first time we took paid. And what we call that we call it a cash flow salary. So no one's, I don't think uh, anyone's putting away any savings, but you like pay rent, you pay for bills, you pay for food. Um, and before that, we were just uh, living off our savings. Okay. Uh, and uh, sometime, oh, so sorry. No, 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 no carry on. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so that's, that's three months ago. However, you know, it's a funny thing. So 7K MRR, we don't, we sort of, we jump around between, we had enough to cover our expenses and then we decided to, you know, you get a couple of bills or you decide to go to Sastock and fly to Europe and uh, you, uh, uh, so we've got enough, we had enough to cover our expenses, but then the new things would be kind of like, or hire two people, spanners in the works. So sometimes we still miss payroll or have to delay it for ourselves for a week or so, or just take a little bit less than the, the cash flow amount that we decided. But it's all, I think it's all just, uh, you know, part of the fun and yeah, just something, something that we do. So I, I think you know one of the cool things that I, I guess all the, the, the vibes I, I get off you, you, you know, generally like the super sort of you know positive sort of person. So like even when you're uh, like not taking the salary or you know there are these kind of extra expenses and you you have to delay it, you know, does it ever affect you, you know, personally in terms of your motivation for you know why am I doing this? You know, I'm only uh, just surviving or no, no. Um, no, not yet. To be honest, it was a lot harder at the start. So the last three months have arguably been very, a lot easier going from, I don't know, 2.3 K to 7 K or something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, where it's like at the start where you're, you know, have the three customers who are your friends who agreed to sign up before you quit yeah. your job and you're not adding any new customers and you're chewing through your savings. Like we can sort of, uh, that's before having, uh, any resemblance of product market fit, uh, no go to market strategy. Uh, that was, that was sort of, even though I had much more savings in my account, that was kind of the more challenging, challenging time. I think where now it's kind of like, okay, I got to wait a week, but that's all right. And also living in one of the most expensive, uh, uh, cities, uh, or places in the world, right? Singapore is not cheap. So I think Singapore was named last year, the most expensive city to live in the world. However, I think most cities, even the expensive ones, you can kind of spend as, it just sort of more means to me you can spend as much as you want. So rent, you know, if you want to have a $10,000 dinner, you can in Singapore. I'm sure there's somewhere you can. But you can also eat locally and go to the grocery store and live a couple of extra train stops from town and 
it's fine. Okay, uh, and and so let, let, let's so you, you you you've jumped from two point three to seven k in, in in the last couple of months, which is which is great progress. Um, how do you plan to take it now? You you know from seven k MRR, let's say to to fifty k MRR, or you know what is the next kind of milestone uh, for you? And it, and is it just doing more of the same? Um, you know, uh, what, what is your kind of future strategy in the, in, in the near term? So I think in the near term, I think more of the same, except just a little bit, except better. You know, before we were doing the cold emailing to the people we decided were ideal customer profile and giving them a free product. Now we're targeting them with Facebook and Google Display Network ads for 30 days before we email them. Now we've done this for six months. We don't actually do many emails in our eight outbound suite sequences. I know some people will say six or eight or nine. We do more three or four. So we can go back to the people we emailed about with the free Slack product six months ago and maybe come back with a different proposition or a uh, or go back to Clearbit and get somebody else from the company. You know, we contacted this person three months ago. They may have left. They may have gone somewhere else. You know, it's to really, I think... It's operating right now like a – just really tighten up that that function I think will be beneficial for us. Okay, uh, very cool. And, uh, um, you know, we, we're com- coming to the end of the, uh, the the show now here. And, and just so remember um, another chat we, we, we sort of had last week and uh, which I, I think is – something that uh, perhaps sort of personifies you, but also I, I think, you know, uh, really good entrepreneurs um, is, is that, you, you know, I saw that you were posting, uh, um, you know, photos of, uh, uh, of yourself, you know, boxing, you know, in the morning <laughs> you know, at, at, at Sastock, and then, you, you know, you were, you were running, you were doing your road work. And, you know, going to a conference is, um, uh, you, you know, it, it's a pretty tiring thing, right? And they're long days, you're on your feet all day. Uh, there's a lot of networking. There are long evenings. You, you know, there's a lot of food and drinks sort of, you know, consumed uh, in the evenings. I've had and, a couple uh, of those long evenings with you, I think, Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be. <laughs> could be. And um, I, I, I think I said, um, you, you know, like, so, you know, you're going to get up, like, early in the morning and uh, and go for a run. Uh, like, like how, how do you do it? Like, if I was feeling... Uh, I mean, these days it, it, it's uh, it's a very rare occasion if I'm uh, you know hungover or uh, you, you know a little bit tired that I would uh, you, you know go to the gym in the morning. Um, but um, do you remember what you said to uh, to me as your your, your response, uh, uh, or, or, or shall I help you out here? Give me give me a helping hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you you said that you know if if you weren't feeling great when you were on your run, you would just run harder. Uh, and, oh. uh, and uh, I don't know if that was bravado, but uh, I, 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 I felt it was, um, you, you know, kind of pretty genuine. And I think, you know, it, it showed a, a trait for, you know, entrepreneurs that, you, you know, they're, they're just, you know, persistent, uh, you know, will work harder than perhaps, you know, the, uh, the, the average individual. And it's certainly an impression I, uh, I got from yourself. And you, I think we can see within the, uh, the, the story that you've given up advocately. So, um, you, you know, I'm, uh, uh, I'm optimistic, uh, that you keep doing what you're doing. You know, things are uh, going to work out well for, uh, for you, Patrick. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate that. Yeah. Just to be clear, it's still very much like a day by day. I'm in Singapore. So the time zone is a mess. So I am, uh, you know, I was up till 4:30 one day, this 4:30 AM one day this week. It's not all like, this isn't like a, we're crushing it story. It's just like a very, 
hopefully honest and open um, yeah, explanation of where we're at and some of the well, things a, that, um, that we did together. That, that, that's the other thing, and like a good re- reminder, you you said that you know, like on, on on many days you're working until like three a.m. just to deal with because most of your customers are in the U.S. Um, yeah. Oh, just to be clear on that though, I then sleep in an appropriate level of time. <laughs> I'm not like some psycho getting up getting yeah. up at eight thirty and just working till three. I still make time sure I have time. Go to the gym, eat, go out with mates. But yeah, a lot Good. of late nights. That's for sure. Good job. Uh, so where, where can people find you, Patrick, and, uh, and, and also find out more about Advocately? Uh, yeah, if you go to advocate.ly or just Google Advocately, you'll find us. You can find the free Slack product there. It's actually pretty handy just anytime somebody mentions you online or your competitors. And if anybody wants to get in touch with me directly, it's just patrick at advocate.ly. Awesome. Well, Patrick, you've been a great guest. Uh, thanks for being on the uh, uh, on the show today. Um, hopefully, uh, next time we speak, uh, um, it, it might be in a, in a few months that you were at that 50K uh, MRR. Uh, and, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, and talking of reviews, um, uh, for those that are listening, if you, uh, if, if you love this episode or even like this episode of the, the, the SaaS Revolution show, we'd appreciate if you rate and review on, uh, on iTunes. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, Alex.